Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did you miss me? Here's what you missed on Make It Rain. And I don't miss so I had mentioned it yesterday that I think this is probably going to be just a, a lost season for Giancarlo Stan. I, I don't know how the guy, the guys had, what, 20 at-bats the entire year, if that. Uh, I don't see how this guy comes back. Now, listen, if he's if he's healthy enough, then, of course, the Yankees want to bring him back, whether it be August. But at what point do you pass the, you know, so many other guys have stepped up in there. They're not hurting for outfielders, obviously. Judge is back. He is healthy. So barring any more ridiculous injuries that the Yankees have had, uh, he just can't see. It's just one of those years for Stan. Now, unfortunately, you're paying the guy, you know, a small fortune here. But, well, not a small, an actual fortune you're paying him. Uh, but he's just not been able to. If it hasn't been, it was a calf, it was a bicep, it was a shoulder. Now it's a knee. I don't know if there's any other body parts he has left to be able to hurt. But the reality is, Yankees have a six and a half game lead in the American League East. They've won nine of their last 10 games, uh, 11 out of their last 14. This team is doing everything in its power to try and make a run to the World Series, and they're doing it without the guy that I believe makes the most money on the team in uh, in Giancarlo. And it's a shame. I know, you know, sometimes it's just bad luck. That's all it is. I don't think there's anything nefarious going on here. I know some guys uh, love to hop on Twitter and talk about, well, it's, uh, you know, that's what happens with steroids. And uh, listen. Okay, the dude has always been a building, all right? I've watched him come up here in Miami with the Marlins. The dude has always been a building. So uh, he's just that big a dude. But, it, you know, unfortunately, it's the, uh, it's the story this year with him where we might look back on a championship season for the Yankees. And wouldn't that be something else, right? The Yankees go on, they win a World Series title, and they do it without the guy that made the most money on the team in Giancarlo Stanton. It just seems like that... Um, the farm system that Brian Cashman told us about a couple of years ago, remember when the Yankees were all talking about how the Yankees were tanking and how they were dismantling and they were getting rid of the, you know, the all, and we had to re replenish the farm system. And then of course, you know, Cashman makes all these trades and think about it guys in just a couple of years, what Cashman was able to do with all the young guys that he was able to bring into the farm system, look at where the Yankees are right now to where we thought they were a couple of years back. And you look at it now, you know, they got rid of a rod they were worried about CC and that the uh, contract. Remember the whole, they got rid of Teixeira, They got rid of a rod. We kept waiting for all these old dudes to die off. And the problem was because they had spent all those years, the New York Yankees spending on guys like Giancarlo Stanton and they didn't have any farm system left. And they were basically stuck with what they had because there wasn't any cultivating of talent in the minor leagues. Well, what a difference a couple of years make. And I know here in Miami, 
the uh, the former captain there, Derek Jeter. That is what he is preaching to these folks here in the city, but they're, they're not buying it. But it makes sense. I mean, when you look at what the Yankees have gone through this year, um, they are doing it with a bunch of guys nobody's ever heard of, a bunch of guys that have come up through the system. Um, you know, they got a couple of, you know, LeMahieu was a nice, but nobody knew what you were going to get out of him at all. Nobody knew what was going to go on there. Luke Voigt, who they brought in that the Cardinals didn't want. Uh, when you look at what the Yankees have done and where they are now, and the fact that they've done it uh, with guys that nobody knows uh, goes to show you just how good Brian Cashman and that Yankees ownership group with the uh, not the way the old man would have done it, but what the Steinbrenners have done, Harold and company there, what they have done is they've done it the right way. And I can't believe I'm saying that about the Yankees because we always heard about how it's uh, it's about spending two hundred and fifty million dollars in, in payroll to be able to win World Series. Well, not so fast here, guys, uh, because they would not be. What are they, 23 games above 500, something along those lines? They wouldn't be six and a half games over the Red Sox and, uh, well, more over the Red Sox, but six and a half over the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. They would not be doing that had Cashman not uh, gone ahead and dismantled the, uh, the old Yankees and in turn go ahead and get a whole bunch of younger pieces and rebuild that uh, that farm system up. So kudos to the Yankees. Unfortunately, Giancarlo is, he is done. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, guys, welcome in here. Hour number two, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, Joe Ranieri, it's Make It Rain. That's what we'll help you do here as we get you ready for the weekend. And uh, plenty to get to, including the NBA free agency BS meter. It needs to be up and operating because uh, it's just, it's rolling here, guys. I cannot wait for Sunday. It's when the NBA opens up for business. And, and let's be specific as far as that goes. Actual deals cannot be signed off on until July 6th. But as of Sunday, of course, teams are free to go about and and deal and and talk to without there being, you know, because we all know there's no collusion in the NBA that, uh, you know, nobody's been talking to anybody, of course, until uh, Sunday they've been waiting for. But at least Sunday, we're going to be able to have a much better idea of what the NBA landscape is going to look like next year. And I got to tell you, I'm exhausted from following all of these rumors and innuendos and misdirection and i think it's going to be fun next week to just kind of look back a little bit here once we get the announcements once we have a better idea of who's going where it'll be fun to go back and let's look at who said what you know these nba reporters seems like everyone has some sort of insight these days into the nba I cannot wait to see when we look back and go, who was right, who was wrong, and who was just who was making things up the entire time. It's going to be fun to do that. But Sunday is the day, and in fact, I believe Bavona, you've got a poll question up here uh, with uh, with something to do with that. Oh yes, we absolutely do. Good morning, go ahead, Joe. Uh, we uh, we asked everyone on Twitter here. Uh, you can go to FNTSY Radio. Uh, which of these hot takes will happen by Sunday in NBA free agency? Uh, the choices were Kemba to the Celtics, Kyrie and Katie to the Nets, Butler to the Rockets, or other, and you leave it in the comments. So far, 44% of you are saying Kemba 
is going to Boston. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I, I can't argue with that. That uh, from what we continue to hear is that, yeah, Michael is just—they're uh, not opening up the checkbook. They're looking to blow it up, start from scratch again in Charlotte. So, Kemba's probably done with Charlotte. Go get his money. Go to Boston, play for a contender, and move on with his career. But we'll get into all of those rumors plus. We'll talk a little bit about the uh, Nevada versus New Jersey gaming books. We'll do that coming up. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and customer projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Wow, taking it back to Redbone, huh? Wow, crazy. Come and get your love, damn it, here on Make It uh, Make it Rain, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Ranieri hanging out with you here on this Friday. 
as we get ready for a big weekend in Major League Baseball, of course, over the pond. We'll have Yankees, Red Sox in London in a soccer stadium that has a dimension of 375, the Dedaway uh, center field. That should be very interesting to see what the totals in those games are going to be. We've got the women's uh, U.S. soccer with this epic battle against France. We keep hearing the word epic and and legendary, and it's going to be a uh, S show and all of this other good stuff there. I think that remains to be seen since really haven't gotten anything epic uh, yet from either of these two teams on their way to meeting each other in the quarterfinals. But that's at three o'clock. And of course, uh, the uh, we get ready for the NBA Sunday is what it's going to be all about. All eyes are going to be focused on the NBA because that is when they can officially open for business. And we all know, like we said, there's no collusion going on in the NBA. You know, all these teams adhere by the rules. Nobody cuts deals behind the scenes at all. Uh, they uh, they wait until Sunday. That's when the doors will open. And, of course, that's when we'll start making out who's going where, doing what and so on and so forth. So we'll dive into uh, this hour. We'll bust out the NBA BS meter, and we will uh, we will figure out who is uh, what we believe and what we don't believe. A lot of Kawhi information uh, being released here. Of course, the Lakers um, have now freed up enough money. If you're just waking up and joining us here today, uh, the Lakers have gone ahead and got rid of the last three pieces of the roster that they had. They actually have pretty much nothing but a team of forwards, I believe, now. They got KD, uh, not KD, they got AD, rather. They got LeBron, they got Kuzma, uh, and yeah, okay, they got rid of everyone else. So they've now got $32 million in order to be able to spend so they can go big game hunting, they can make a pitch for Kawhi, they can make a pitch for Kyrie now, they've got the money, or... They can actually use that money to, I don't know, get another 11 guys on the team that might actually be able to help them uh, win a championship. So we'll dive into what we are hearing. We'll do that. But wanted to uh, finish up here about this New Jersey and our friends at the uh, FanDuel Sportsbook there um, for the first time since legalized sports betting was taken out of the hands of just Nevada, the monopoly that they had, Nevada rather, and um, has given it not only to Jersey, but to now other states that have uh, that have been opening up their sports books and doing those types of things, including the state of New York, who will be taking football bets, I believe, in upstate New York in the brick-and-mortar locations that they have. They won't have mobile betting in New York until at least 2020, is my understanding. But in the meantime, yes, they will be able to take some bets in New York come this football season. But the idea that New Jersey actually took a bigger handle in the month of May this year than uh, Nevada, it's kind of it's a kind of a big deal here, guys, because nobody... People kept saying, ah, it's going to happen. There's going to be fewer and fewer people going to Vegas and, and utilizing the the books in Vegas. And and nobody recognized that it was going to be. I don't think anybody saw it was going to happen within the first year, which is exactly what's happened. Now, they didn't blow them out of the water. They took, in essence, in the month of May, about a million and a half more in handle than than, than what Nevada did. So it marks the first time ever that Nevada hadn't had the highest handle in any given month. And 
I know a lot of people are trying to convince uh, convince people that oh it's over it's uh, that's it uh, you know Nevada's gonna it's doomsday and it's it's really not first of all Nevada's figure still set a statewide record for them in the month of May they're up year to year in the amount of handle that they have uh, that they took this year in the month of May so while they were a million and a half short of being number one to New Jersey. They still are setting their own records. They're still doing pretty well there. The downside of this and the reason it's actually bad news for, um, well, bad news for the books all around is that betters did better this year. Better, better. Yes, love that. Betters made more money this year, cashed in more tickets uh, from last year uh, to the tune of over $11 million was $11 million more was handed out or passed out to uh, Nevada betters than it was the year prior. So guys are winning more. Uh, it's it, here we go. And of course, New Jersey was led by, well, we know, we know what that was all about. Our friends over at the, uh, at the FanDuel Sportsbook have, uh, have been dominating what is going on uh, in the world of sports betting on the East Coast. In fact, I believe the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands $84.6 million in gross revenue over the past year. Monmouth Park, also in New Jersey there, for those of you on the East Coast, that, uh, that track grossed $21.7 million. So all in all, sports betting has generated a little over $23 million in tax revenue for the state of New Jersey. But keep this in mind, guys. And we, told, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Over 80%. Over 80% of the bets that are being placed in the state of New Jersey are being placed on mobile platforms. And that'll probably likely continue due to the fact that New York won't have mobile betting until 2020. That's the way they have it set up there. But uh, I believe the 82% of last month's handle, May handle in Jersey, was on a mobile app. And which kind of blows me away that more states that are legalizing the, the sports betting and, and creating uh, situations like uh, Indiana and Iowa and New Mexico and some of these other states here. And there should be close to 20, I believe, by the end of the year that will have some sort of form of, of sports betting legalized. But the idea that they're having such a hard time with the the competition or the mobile platform where they're forcing uh, they're forcing at least for the first year or two years operators to maintain brick and mortar locations because I get it they want people to come into the building they you know that's a big revenue generator well listen they're doing it at the FanDuel right FanDuel has a brick and mortar location and yet the majority of the bets being made in the state are being made via mobile apps. And oh yeah, by the way, you know, we we've told you whether it's FanDuel or or PointsBet or Drake, like we go down the list, guys, the more books there are, the more options that the public has, the better it is for us. And you know, look at the lines. Anybody that goes line shopping, we talk about it all the time, right? You can't have just one option, guys. You got to have multiple options. You're betting numbers, you're not betting teams. So the idea that you would have just, well, oh, well I, I go to one book and one book only is ridiculous. The more books you have, the better the promotional options are for you guys. Uh, and you hear, we tell you about it all the time here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, whether it be Match of Five, 
you know, up to 500, get 500, up to 1,000, get 1,000, place a bet, get two free bets up to the promotional aspect of it by having competition is unbelievable. And yet many of these states like New York, um, we're going to hold off on the whole mobile thing. We're going to expect people to hop in a car and drive the Schenectady uh, and drive upstate New York. And, And you guys in the pit, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, nobody wants to go to Schenectady unless the, you know, I mean, do you, do you ever, unless you're going to Saratoga, I guess, or something along those lines. But for the most part, it's a haul, is it not from New York city to, uh, to upstate New York, to Albany in that area there where these books are. Yeah. It's a bit inconvenient to get to there just to put it right. In. Yeah. You'd rather just put it in your phone, the comfort it, of your home. It, Exactly. Which, and correct me if I'm wrong here too, guys, because I know I had met a few guys, but there's a lot of people. The subway system in New York City does a great job of kind of driving it. There are some subways you can take that put you in Jersey and then you can just hop on the other side and come back. Can you not? Yeah, that's called the path train. And I got to be honest, I'm still not a fan of it. No. (laughs) Yeah. Why are you not? Really? I used to take that for work. And okay. literally, every, they wouldn't show up for, like, 20 minutes at a time. Really? Yeah, the path but, sucks. But it allows you to go place your bet in New Jersey, doesn't it? Yes. And then hop back and come back, so. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can also go to, through Penn Station. Like You can, to too, Station as well. All right, so you can do that. Bottom yeah. line is that not have mobile gaming. You're shooting yourself in the foot each and every state. The numbers don't lie. We'll talk more about that coming up here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept, where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. 
the Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Weekend wagers. Possums I haven't seen in a while, but they show up every now and then. I got a mole that's actually driving me crazy. All right, doing the old gopher thing underneath, you know, with eating uh, the gray, uh, the underneath, whatever. Like, see, hope he doesn't see the get your wires. The- yeah, the wires. Stay it's away. Groups. You can eat the roots. Just don't touch my wires. Man, pain in the ass, <laughs> bastard. They are. Oh, so that's, that's, that's how I'm dealing with that. Saturday and Sunday, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Yeah, it's interesting uh, that New York will not have the mobile betting until at least 2020, but they do have the four upstate casinos that will be taking uh, bets during the football season. Meanwhile, New Jersey, we told you uh, more than 80%, 82% of the bets uh, this year uh, or last month, rather, in May, went through their mobile sites. And now, see, Pennsylvania finally figured it out, too. See, Pennsylvania... Um, took its time to get the whole mobile aspect up and running. And this is, again, why it is so mind-blowing to me that states would go ahead and pass sports betting, you know, legalize it in the state and go ahead and but not embrace the technology aspect of it and just make it about brick-and-mortar locations. Uh, only three Pennsylvania sports books uh, have offered online compared to online betting there with an app compared to 14. You have 14 online competitors, operators in New Jersey offering the ability to go ahead and uh, and place a wager there. You don't think having 14 choices is better for you and I, the better? Um, yes, it is. Better, better. That's what we're always trying to strive for. And it starts by having more than one option trying to shop for a line. Betting numbers, not betting teams, guys. So the more options we have, the more competitive they are, the better it is for all of us. Now, DraftKings, I think, was the first one in the New Jersey market in order to be able to that actually offered the online platform. But they opened, I guess, a satellite office in Hoboken this week. And in just one week, why the hell else would you be in Hoboken, I guess? But in, uh, I guess in one week, they took more than $20 million in bets and paid out more than $500 million in winnings. In one week of opening the brick and mortar, and I believe that's how it works in Jersey, in order to have, you got to have a brick and mortar location in order to be able to, uh, to provide the app. Um, but that's what you've got going on here. And more and more states that are going to come on board and embrace this the more and more the mobile aspect of it is going to be key to it all. And I predict in five years, just about every state uh, will have some sort of form of sports betting legalized uh, in their uh, in their state. They will be profiting from it. There is just obvious way too much money to be made. Uh, I, I haven't uh, there this idea, too, that the more we legalize sports betting, the more People are going to be in. Yeah, and this is what blew me away yesterday, too, as when this story broke yesterday about how New Jersey finally took its piece from from Nevada in the sports betting world, that somehow or another, this is going to be the end of society. People are going to be losing their houses, their cars, 
foreclosures, uh, as if people who are betting right now um, have never bet before in their life. That is it. Like the option to be able to bet on sports is somehow, oh, wow, it's now legal. So I'm going to run and do it. We heard the same crap with legalizing marijuana that somehow or another it was it was going to be hell on earth. It was going to ruin society. It was going to ruin their got- Yet last I checked, Denver and Colorado still standing. Washington still standing. Massachusetts, as much as I'd like them to burn down, uh, still standing. And the list goes on. So this idea that legalized sports betting is somehow, from a moral standpoint, not good. And it's somehow or another going to be the end of society as we know it is the biggest crock I've ever seen. Because last I checked. If a compulsive, degenerate gambler, which we all are in our own right, um, even if they didn't have the option to be able to bet on you, you think they're not still betting? I mean, because last I checked, the lotto, right, still allows you to pay money and then have the option to win money back by doing that's called gambling. What the hell is the lottery? And yet states embrace the lottery, no problem, because it's for the schools and for education. Yeah, right. Okay, so these states and these people who argue against the legalized gambling crack me up because they talk out of both sides of their mouth. You've got no problem generating millions in lottery, but the idea that somebody betting on the Yankees to beat the Red Sox, well, that's going to be the end of it. That's it. We're we're done, guys. That's it. It's it's it's, they're going to lose their houses. They're going to lose their cars. Please. Pleased with all of that. Uh, if one thing, if there's one thing that we've learned over the last year with New Jersey and now Pennsylvania and everyone else is that, yeah, just because you make something legal now doesn't uh, all of a sudden mean that um, people are just going to run and take advantage of it. Done correctly, there is great profit to cities. There is great profit to communities, to the states themselves. A lot of money can be made. And what do we always hear from our state and local governments, right? We don't have any money. Bridges are falling down. Don't have any money. We don't have any money. There's potholes. Don't have any money. Well, there's money. There's plenty of money here available. So done right, it's time to get past this, uh, this whole idea that, yes, sports betting is somehow going to be the end of society. Uh, no, it's not. It's just the end to your ridiculous argument is what it is, because we've already proven that you can survive and actually thrive and profit in communities with live sports betting. Uh, now, whether whether or not the Lakers, however, profit and actually see any success, a lot of that is going to be determined here on beginning on Sunday when the NBA opens up for business. And guys, Yesterday was another bombshell. Rob Palinka, the GM, unloaded the contracts of Mo Wagner, Isaac Bonga, and Jamario. Jamario, have you anybody even heard of these people? Did you even know they were on the Lakers? Honestly, raise your hand. How many of you knew that any of these dudes were even on the Lakers? Um, but I've never. They're on their way to the Washington Wizards. We know that, and of course, they're also restructuring Anthony Davis's deal. As part of that whole three-way trade now, this was unloading more and more cap space is basically what they did. And and now, of course, it frees up, uh, in addition to the money they already had available, you couple the fact that Davis agreed to waive his $4 million trade bonus. Uh, He's agreed to waive that. So now you're looking at a Lakers team 
that will not have a draft pick essentially for the next seven years. They've they've pretty much mortgaged their entire future on this Anthony Davis deal here. Uh, they have really everybody else controls the Lakers draft picks here for at least the seven years. Now they had to send a 2022 second round pick to the wizards as part of this deal, not to mention what they had to do prior. So ultimately they have no draft picks over the next seven years, but what they do have is $32 million in cap space this year to spend, which means they can go ahead and offer a max deal to one more player. Now, whether that player is Kawhi Leonard, who will be meeting with the Lakers, uh, or at least we're told he is going to be meeting with the Lakers as well as the Clippers. We're also told that Kawhi is going to grant the Raptors the final pitch, meaning he's going to go here what they have to say, right? He's going to go hear what the Lakers and Rob Polinka have to say. He's going to go and listen to what Balmer and the Clippers have to say. But he also, at least what's being reported, that he's going to allow the Raptors to make the final presentation among the teams that he's meeting. This all is supposed to be happening next week. When you look at the numbers, Toronto Raptors are the only team that can offer. He's 27 years old, guys. They're the only team that can offer them the max contract. Five years, $190 million, right? So a shorter number, which every other team, including the Lakers and Clippers, can order uh, can offer, is around $142 million max is what they can offer. Uh, so listen, th- there's a lot of money that can be made in endorsements by playing in L.A. that can obviously make up the difference rather quickly. But I still believe that the idea that he is leaving Toronto is ridiculous. Toronto will give him whatever he wants. Uh, Let's be realistic here. Toronto is not going to try and bargain shop Kawhi Leonard. They are going to sit there and give him whatever he wants. The question, which we've all been waiting to hear, is how bad does he want to go to L.A.? We've heard this. He's from there. He built a, a you know a sixteen million dollar castle there. Well, of course he did. He's from there, but he's also just bought a piece of property up in Toronto. So all of this continues to spin around Kawhi Leonard. Nobody knows what's going to happen, but we do know what his uh, uncle Dennis. He's going to be very influential in deciding what Kawhi Leonard does. He will apparently, allegedly be meeting with the Lakers and the Clippers. And if it was just down to the Lakers and Clippers, does anybody think Kawhi Leonard would want to be the third wheel with Anthony Davis and LeBron James? Does he strike you as the kind of guy that uh, would want to be a part of something like that? I I don't know. Obviously, he had trust issues with San Antonio. The kind of trust that has been built over the last year with the Toronto Raptors, with that uh, medical staff, uh, with the ownership group, coaching staff, players. Um, Kawhi seems like a guy to me that that weighs heavy on him. At the list of priorities, trust, because he felt he couldn't trust Popovich and um, you know Buford and the rest of the guys in San Antonio. There was a lack of trust there, and I think he was so against it at first when they went to Toronto. Kawhi was like, I don't want to be here. This is ridiculous. Remember, he wasn't going to report. He was going to do all these things. Well, what a difference a year and a championship makes. And I think what he learned was 
I can trust these guys. And that means an awful lot to him, especially from the medical standpoint, especially from the load management standpoint. I do think the money is important, but I don't think it's going to be the end all be all for him. The idea that Toronto can go ahead and offer him the max. Congratulations. He's going to make the money anyway. And the big money that he's going to make is going to, and I don't know if you guys know this, but there's that 10-year of service rule in the NBA, which basically means that he can make more money uh, than anybody else in a league once he hits that 10 years of service. So I don't think he's going to sign long-term with anybody. He's probably going to do a year, two-year max. And then once he gets to that 10 years of service, guys, that's when they're going to back up the Brinks trucks. That's when Kawhi's going to sign his final contract. So will it be the Lakers? Will it be Toronto? Will it be the Clippers? I don't know. We'll know Sunday. Tired of talking about it, though. I'll tell you that. More coming up. Making rain. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. 
Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. So the latest uh, regarding the Breeders' Cup, which is uh, set, of course, to take place uh, in November at Santa Anita, the racetrack there, the Stonich Group uh, racetrack there, November 1st and 2nd. Uh, there was a decision made yesterday regarding whether or not to keep the uh, the meet at Santa Anita or move it to Churchill Downs. And, of course, if you're saying, well, why? What's the problem? Well, 30, 30 horses died in a uh, in a six-month meet here at Santa Anita this year. So that has caused a lot of people to go, well, we haven't figured out the problem. And we're going to have one of the biggest, if not the single richest horse racing event of the year, the Breeders' Cup. Uh, we're going to have that at Santa Anita. Are we really going to risk that? So the decision was made yesterday. We'll tell you what that was. Want to welcome you in here to Megan Rain on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, we'll get back to uh, what's going on here with the NBA free agency uh, period here and the uh, the continued rumors and innuendos. And a matter of fact, we'll take a look at exactly what are the options for the Lakers if they don't get. I mean, you freed up the money, so if you don't end up going with a big name like a Kawhi or a uh, or a, a Kyrie. What are the other options? Uh, who's out there? Who could they possibly go? We'll take a look at that moving up. But uh, it's uh, people have been waiting for a while for the racing industry to decide exactly what was going to happen here. Obviously, animal rights groups, PETA, and uh, and many others have been screaming and yelling that you got to shut this track down. There is no way. Uh, you can allow the Breeders' Cup to be able to happen here on November 1st and 2nd. You can't do it. And, you know, something's got to be done. Now, we did hear, of course, that they ended up suspending a legendary Hall of Fame trainer there saying uh, and they didn't they were kind of they were kind of very vague about why. But the rumor is and what we know about this uh, this trainer was that he tended to push horses to the brink, so to speak. He was a guy that uh, that pushed the envelope, and um, he was kind of an easy target, uh, more of a just kind of a patsy, so to speak, that he was, they threw his name out there and said, look, we're doing something. They looked at the track. They've looked at everything. They're looking at guys that work there. They haven't really been able to come up or pinpoint exactly what has caused 30 racehorses to die over a six-month track meet this year. But that is not going to stop them from continuing with the Breeders' Cup. It was announced that uh, yesterday the group out of uh, out of uh, they have, I guess, the the corporate headquarters uh, of pretty much everything that is uh, horse racing is out of uh, out of Kentucky. And there was a panel and a board that met who announced that uh, they um, they are going to keep it. At Santa Anita in November, 
And there were a lot of people yesterday that were not happy. They didn't do it with a lot of fanfare, didn't hold a big press conference. They just released a statement, said that they have uh, looked at everything and that they uh, fully embrace uh, the reforms that the the Stonich group and the racetrack and the people surrounding it, all the things that they have uh, done to the track and that they're looking at the track and they are going to spend all their energy, efforts and money over the next couple of months to advance those efforts and make sure that the horses are going to be safe and yada, yada, yada. Well, that, you know, that's not sitting well with a whole lot of people that have been against that track being and remaining open as it is. And listen, time heals uh, a lot of wounds. The fact that there's not going to be any racing there from now until they move to Del Mar uh, is where the meat is. The fact that there won't be any racing there until the Breeders' Cup, uh, you know, time heals all wounds, so to speak. And of course, we'll move on to hating something else as sports fans. We'll we'll put our energy and efforts. And don't forget November. You know what you know what's going on in November, don't you? the NBA, the NFL, college football, our minds will be someplace else. And this won't be on the, uh, on the forefront of anybody's mind going, Oh wow. They're having the breeders. Didn't, didn't 30 horses die there. That's not going to be a topic of conversation. And I think they know that not to mention the amount of money that would have been at stake losing wise to be able to transfer that to Churchill downs would have been a huge money maker. But the bottom line is ultimately it's a rich man sport. It's run by a whole lot of very, very rich men. And the Stonich group is at the top of that. The guys who own the track and make no mistake about it. They are the idea of losing money and losing profits uh, and transferring that race that they uh, that they wait for every year. Yeah, that guys that probably was never going to happen. So money takes care of money. And it certainly is uh, taking care of Stonich and the people responsible for overseeing the horse racing industry. The group that was supposed to be, oh, I don't know, the ones that would stand up in a situation like this when 30 horses die and go, hey, guys, yeah, we're uh, we're going to shut the track down. We're going to shut all this down until we can come up with what's going on. And we're going to go ahead and move the biggest race of the year in November. We're going to move it over to a track where we. We're not nearly as worried about, you know, horses dying at a 30 a clip in six months. But they didn't do that. They they sided with the the Stonich group, which also owns uh, Laurel Racetrack. They own the Pimlico. They own, as you can see. Um, oh, yeah. They own Gulf Street Park here in uh, in in Hollandale Beach in South Florida. So as you can tell, money will generally take care of money. And it's a shame because the horse racing industry, and I know a lot of guys that uh, that are in that business, these guys love the horses, man. And unfortunately, it's profits over everything, no matter what. And I do think that that decision kind of tells you exactly where horse racing is at, where let's let let, let the uh, you know, let the smoke clear here. We'll have so many other things going on in the sports world. Nobody will even remember that 30 horses died at this track over the last six months. Let's go ahead and bring the Breeders' Cup and let's make those millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. And it's profits over everything else, guys. That's unfortunate, but that is the way of the world. And that is certainly the way of the horse racing industry run by a whole lot of wealthy individuals with, uh, you know, multi-million dollar horses who can uh, who they can set out to pasture and breed and make twenty million dollars a month? That kind of money, <clears throat> that kind of money makes uh, makes people's heads spin a little bit over there, and they'll do anything and everything they can 
in order to protect that profit. And that's exactly what they're doing right now by allowing the Breeders' Cup to continue at this track here at Santa Anita. And it's a shame. It's a beautiful place. And, you know, keep in mind, too, by the way, the piece of property Santa Anita sits on is in a part of California where if they close, if, if this group closed the track, the Stonnets group closes the track tomorrow and says, you know what, I want to sell it to developers. It would, it's absurd the amount of money that they would be able to get uh, in order for, uh, for that piece of property. They could sell that to developers. I'm telling you tomorrow, guys, for multi, multi, multi millions upon millions of dollars. And you've got to ask yourself, uh, and it's worth half a billion is what the estimate is. It's a half a billion dollar property alone just sitting there with nothing on it. It's a half a billion dollars as it sits over, uh, I believe it's about 15 miles outside of L.A. It's in the San Gabriel Mountains. Uh, give yourself an idea of what's going on. It's a half a million dollar property, half a billion dollars worth of real estate. They could sell tomorrow and get out of the racing industry altogether. And wouldn't that be great? But instead, they're going to go ahead and sit there and risk uh, after 30 horses have already died. They're going to go ahead and risk it here for the Breeders' Cup. Kind of mind blowing uh, if you if you ask me. But that's the way of the world. Profits over everything else these days. And you got to have money to make money, right? Just ask the uh, just <laughs> just ask LeBron James and the uh, and the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron somehow convinced our boy uh, Anthony Davis to waive that four million dollar trade uh, bonus that he had there. He got him to agree to it. Uh, he also agreed to give up his number twenty three, which uh, which Anthony Davis, of course, has worn his entire career. LeBron hinted that he's going to go ahead and go back to his number six that he wore here in Miami. Now, they they won't admit that LeBron pretty much just bartered his way into him waiving the $4 million, but I think if we all read between the lines, guys, it's not that hard to figure out that all of a sudden, for no reason whatsoever, to waive $4 million for a guy that doesn't have a long-term contract with the team who is, who's got to be renegotiated with next year regardless with Anthony Davis. Uh, the idea that he'd just waive $4 million might have something to do with the fact that he's now got a part in, what is it, uh, Space Jam 2 uh, with LeBron. He's already got a part there. He's been at the barber shop. He's been in the chair. He's been, uh, and all of a sudden now LeBron's given up his number 23, which, by the way, if I was a Lakers fan and I actually spent money on a jersey with the number 23 on it with LeBron's name and he pulled this crap, it would annoy me to no end. Um, but read between the lines here. Not that hard to figure out that LeBron convinced him through other means uh, to go ahead and give them the opportunity to go out and sign that max player. But if they don't get Kawhi, if they don't get Kyrie, what the hell is out? What are they going to get? And really, that's the two big names, right? Well, the other third big name, of course, would be D'Angelo Russell, because if Kyrie goes to Brooklyn and Kevin Durant goes to Brooklyn, like everyone seems to think that's what's going to happen there, um, that leaves D'Angelo Russell kind of hanging out to dry. And the Lakers have already been letting everybody know this week they are interested in bringing D'Angelo Russell back because he is a restricted free agent. We also have Toronto's Danny Green who is also going to be a, uh, a free agent. You have Terrence Ross, the Orlando Magic guard. You have, and get ready for this, Portland Trailblazers' Seth Curry. 
Steph's brother, excuse me, Steph's brother is also available, uh, as is Kentavious Caldwell Pope and Kyle Corver, J.R. Smith. The bottom line is they need anybody that can actually look or play like a guard. They, they need a guard. They got nothing but forwards on this team. But more importantly, they need shooters. And guys like Danny Green, Seth Curry, Terrence Ross, D'Angelo Russell. These are the kinds of guys that they need. Kemba Walker, although it looks like Kemba's not an L.A. guy. Kemba's an East Coast guy. It looks like he's going uh, he's going to Boston. And I believe our poll question is up as well, Bavona, isn't it? About uh, uh, where is the, uh, where is the, the big uh, hot take uh, going to come from on Saturday? And I believe everyone seems to think that the – the likely headline is going to be Kemba Walker to the Boston Celtics. I believe that's it. Let me just get a refresher on that. Yep, 46% still say. Okay. It's 46% saying Kemba to the Celtics, 32% saying uh, uh, Kyrie and KD to the Nets, 18% mm-hmm. uh, Butler to the Rockets, and now we've got a uh, 4% uh, for other. So uh, I, I'll check the comments on that. All right, so I'm thinking, yeah. So, so And I think it makes sense. Uh, he's not going back to Charlotte. Michael Jordan has decided that. They're not going to invest $220 million in Kemba Walker, who's going to be on the wrong side of 30 years of age here in a couple of years where they're going to be doling out $45 million to a guy. They need they need a lot more help. It's kind of light to match, start from scratch. That's what's happening in Charlotte. And can I tell you something? The whole Kemba to Boston makes total sense with, uh, with Brown and Tatum there. Now you got a healthy uh, Gordon Hayward, and you mix Kemba Walker in the mix, and all of a sudden now you've got yourself uh, a team that can contend in the East in the Boston Celtics. So they lose Kyrie, they get Kemba Walker. Uh, they don't really skip a beat. They got a lot of nice young pieces and players. And if that deal happens on Sunday, everyone's been sticking a fork in uh, in the Boston Celtics. Hold on. Kemba Walker might uh, be exactly what they need in order to write that ship up. So, all right, two hours uh, in the books here. Big final hour coming up. Joe Lisi will join us, talk some college football next here on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. 
Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, The Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster for GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Did we just become best friends? Yup! The best friends forever. It's Lance Lynn. I know it gets nice and hot in Arlington, so you're a little bit nervous of the ball flying out of there. But Lance Lynn's done a nice job this year. Not nervous, man. Not nervous. Really? Lance Lynn is the truth. He's going through a transformation. 2019, not the year of our Lord Great. 2019, the year of Lance Lynn. And I never thought that I would say that in the year 2019, but Lance Lynn has been... Watch live on the FNTSY YouTube stream and download the podcast on your popular podcast providers. So finally, the voice of reason, Steve Carr, has said what we have been saying on this show from the very beginning regarding Kevin Durant, and we'll uh, we'll tell you what that is here in just a second. We want to welcome you guys in, getting ready for a big final hour here, making rain the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, Joe Lisi will join us uh, next hour. We're going to dive into some college football, getting a little college football preview going for you uh, because we are almost at the halfway point of Major League Baseball, guys. I mean, next week, uh, what are we going to have here? Another 10 days, we're going to have the All-Star Game and then, of course, the push to the World Series. And then we all know what happens in August as uh, college football uh, gets those practices going. We get the, uh, the camps, hard knocks, everything else. Football will be here before you know it. Uh, so we'll dive into a little uh, college football preview with Joe Lisi coming up here next hour. But Steve Kerr, got to love it. We've been saying this for a while. He was talking to uh, Tim uh, Kawakami from um, from the Bay Area. He's the uh, reporter there that has covered um, the Golden State Warriors forever. And this idea that Kevin Durant is so pissed off at the Golden State Warriors and and can't forgive him and all this other crap that we have heard. And look, he just he opted out of his contract and it's he opted out of that 31. And it was he was always going to opt out of it. Everyone knew he was going to opt out of it. It wasn't any shock there. But I think what he said regarding that whole the Warriors made him play narrative that we've heard. And that's why he's all pissed off, because. Everyone pressured him to play. He said it, and we've said it, and we've told you that that idea is completely asinine because when you are at the level, one of the one of the top 15 players all time in the NBA, one of the top two or three best players currently in his prime in the NBA, when you are at that level, you don't make any decisions based upon what a team doctor says or what the team says. You have your own people protecting your interests. And that's exactly what Steve Kerr said. He said, listen, the Warrior staff and Durant's doctors and his own medical team 
were all involved in the process of deciding whether or not he stepped foot back on that court. It wasn't just the Warriors doctor saying, you're fine, get your ass back out there. No matter what Andre Iguodala wants to say to sell a book, the reality is Kevin Durant stepped foot on that court again because his own team said he could, not because just the Warriors said it. There's a big difference there. So it'll all remain to see what happened, but we'll talk about it. Final hour next.